Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hafling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who have experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business through the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? Hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. Well, I just want to start off by saying thank you so much for joining me here today, Betty, and I'm so excited to hear about your journey and everything that you're up to. Thank you so much for having me. I always, always get so excited to share the journey, share the process, and talk about how you can do it too. Awesome. Well, I'm excited to jump in. So how about we start off with having you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Yeah. So my name is Betty Galko and I have the Glow Up Club, which is my agency that's a consulting and coaching firm. We, of course, just handle all sorts of things, but my Focal point is confidence and mindset. And that's what I'm doing now. So I'm your glow up bestie, literally helping you glow up and shine from the inside out. So there's so much that goes into that. But I really just love honing in on confidence, mindset, how all these things are really kind of like the starting point towards your growth and development in really all areas of your life. So that's what I'm doing now. But that is not something that happened, you know the snap of my finger. It has been a tremendously long journey. And something that I always say is it was a journey. It is a journey and it will always be a journey. As long as you're looking towards growth and improvement, that is good. That is helpful. That is beautiful. But listen, guys, the journey never ends. And I'm sure I will continue to pivot as life goes on. But this is where I'm at now. And I'm really actually, out of all the things that I've been through, I'm really the most passionate about this. So I'm really excited. Awesome. Well, I, I love that. And I think that it's such an important focus to have. And especially nowadays, I think that, you know, a lot of people definitely struggle with confidence and self-esteem. And so I think that it's it's such an important, you know, topic to be focusing on. And so I guess to start off, how did you first get into this and, you know, start up your business? Yeah. So actually, well, I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, born raised, grew up there all my life. And the truth of the matter is I did not have it easy by any means. I mean, it was tremendously challenging. And from the moment I was born, I was pretty much forced into a situation where I was in and out of foster care back and forth between my birth mother and foster homes and switching places and moving a lot. There was no financial stability. There was no safety or comfort. It was a lot of just abusive things going on. And from a very young age, I had to be really like a parent, be a role that was not supposed to be there for a child. And I think that as I developed and as I was able to kind of maneuver through life for the good or for the bad moments, I had to build this barrier and I never had a chance to stop, breathe and think, oh my gosh, who is Betty? Is that really me? And how can I become something that perhaps I want? You know, I never had an opportunity that was given to me or presented to me where 
it was talked about opportunities. It was kind of like survival. It was really just survival mode, go with the road, do what you got to do. And education was really not something that was a focal point. And so when I graduated high school, it was, that was a big deal in itself. And I didn't know what the heck was going to be with me. I mean, I, I really didn't feel any confidence or any idea of believing that I had abilities. You know, I knew that I had skills, but it wasn't any environment for that. So I knew that I wanted to learn more about my religion. I am Jewish. So I used that opportunity after graduating high school to raise money. I always worked, so I saved up money. And I went to Israel. I traveled abroad for the first time, like fully, completely, totally away from everything else going around. And I spent the year there. And what I did during that time was I learned about my religion and learned about spirituality. And I really was so separated that I was able to sort of kind of compartmentalize different things that had happened throughout my life. And at that point was when kind of this idea, now I didn't know this at the time, I'm telling it to you now at this stage, how many years ago was that? But I started to believe that, holy crap, like I can change things and it's within my control. It's somewhat, you know, within my tools and abilities to choose a direction that I want to go in. And with that being said, I went back for a second year. I studied abroad again and I enrolled in college in Israel. I wanted to like get my feet wet, kind of understand what does it mean to be in college? Holy crap. I got to kind of learn like study skills, <laughs> things like that. And that was kind of my first uh, moment where things shifted in that kind of direction. And after that, I came to New York. I came to New York, which I'm still living now. And that's when I continued my college degree. I focused on psychology, which is just a passion of mine. I just, you know, I love it. I think it's very natural to me, but I also am so intrigued and I love helping people, of course. So I minored in education and special education, and I did all the options possible. And for me, it was really this idea of, you know what, I know that I need money. I needed money. I needed to get a job. I needed to provide for whatever was going to happen in my life. And there was really no wiggle room for any creativity. It wasn't like, oh, you could just take time off and be, you know, a gallery artist owner or something like that. It was like, no girl, you need to get a degree and make money, whatever it is you could do. So I love children, of course, and I love psychology and all that. So that's what I started off doing. And at that point, I was, I continued, I got my master's and everything was like a really incredible, incredibly exciting accomplishment. So I was working as a behavioral analyst for like 12 years doing therapy specifically with children on the autistic spectrum. And eventually I got to a point where I wasn't feeling totally fulfilled because I didn't have that creative spice that I have to me. And since, you know, I have yet grown and now at this point I was married, you know, I was able to kind of like discover that, oh my gosh, there's things out there in the world and being in New York, you know, it's like, oh, there's fashion, I could do stuff. So that was my first entrepreneurship industry business that I started on my own at that point, which was an editorial styling company called Such a Betty. And 
with that came along the blog and with that came along all the other things, personal shopping, styling, and all the good things. So that is a little bit of how I kind of like started out, started my own business and then, you know, pivoted many times to where I am today. Wow. I think that that's such an incredible story. I mean, there's so many, so many things I want to dive into. And I think it's incredible how you, you know, took, took your situation and, you know, you turned it into something and how it is today, which is amazing to see. And, you know, you talked a little bit about starting up the business there and was there sort of that moment, um, you know, when, when you were, I guess, you know, working on it and then you knew that you wanted to focus on sort of that confidence building aspect of it. And, you know, that's where you wanted to take that focus. Was there sort of that moment or what made you sort of, you know, decide to sort of take that route? Yeah. So at this time when I had such a Betty, my business there, it was just about styling and photo shoots. So I was working in the city doing editorial photos for magazines and models. And I was in New York Fashion Week and everything. And it was brilliant. I still to this day miss it, you know. Um, and I think at that point, I didn't really know, no, like who I was inside in that way. I, I, I think that all these pieces that I'm telling you now make sense today when I explain it in a story, you know, a one, one minute storyline. But at the time, you know, I wanted to help people. I want to give people confidence, but I didn't look at it that way. It was like, I just know I love how fashion and I have an eye, I'm very visual and all things go and it'll put together and very organized. So it, it made sense, but it wasn't like, I wanted people to, to be confident. It was like, no, I just enjoy this. And I know, and I get like, you know, motivation from seeing women or whoever get happy and feeling good about themselves when they're looking their best. So it wasn't there at that point in time until many years, very, very recent, actually. So, you know, I shifted out of that and then I started doing full-time blogging and then I started doing this and that and I pivoted to many different things, which now for about a year, I've been specifically focusing on this coaching consulting business. And what's so fascinating is really that it's like all full circle. So I, I don't ever, you know, take away my fashion or creative side. I just blend it in. So I found a way to utilize what my heart and my soul is called to do, which is to inspire and change and grow. And that's how I started, you know, my podcast chat with Betty, which is the same premise. And then I have, you know, my, my coaching business. And then I have my content creation, which is all about just positivity. So I really have been able to finally find my place because to be honest, it was just like, oh my gosh, so draining to just be like talking about fashion and styling all day because it just wasn't really my inside. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I know what you mean. Like it doesn't, it wasn't fulfilling you, I guess, to the fullest sort of. And so it's great that, you know, you're able to to make that transition and, and find that, you know, true passion with it. And I'm curious too, you know, you talked a little bit about, you know, building up your, your blog in the beginning. Now you're building up the coaching business. Has there been sort of any sort of big struggle that sort of stands out in either aspect of sort of building this business up that you've had to go through? Oh, of course. I mean, anyone who has their own business or any industry, really, it's there's tremendous amount of struggles. I think the first and foremost is, of course, having that kind of motivation every single day to remember like, okay, I got to get up. <laughs> I got to do this on my own. I don't have a boss who's waiting, you know, ticking at the time and clocking in, clocking out. So it's really being able to know that the time, you know, 
framing it accordingly. So with having clients and having schedules, it's really helpful. But that's a big shift. Um, I think that's really something that you have to be honest with yourself about. And if you aren't that type of person, then you need to set it up so it works for you. I think that I'm just naturally that type of person, even though it's tremendously hard sometimes because the ADD kind of kicks in and like, I'll do this for 20 minutes and then I'll go do that for 10 and then I'll go do that for 20. But somehow, some way it works, you know, as long as I have something on my schedule, whether it be, you know, interviews or recording with other people or a live, you know, or the, the consulting actual phone calls or Zoom calls, then, you know, I space it out for myself. So I have breaks in between. So it's kind of like you have to know what you're getting into. It's not all glitz and glam like everybody thinks, oh, I want to be my own, you know, businesswoman and oh, I'm boss, you know. Yeah, that's cute. But like, to be real, you're going to be broke for quite some time. And you're going to have to really invest, you're going to have to really, really know your why and be passionate about it. Because you are going to get knocked down all the time. So yeah. Yeah, 100%. I definitely agree. And I think that it's something a lot of entrepreneurs, you know, go through and, and have to deal with. And I think that it's an important aspect. Some people on the outside don't always see. So it's great to sort of hear that inside for it. And you mentioned a great point there too, that, you know, you're the one who has to motivate yourself. And especially like you said, your content creation is all about positivity. So if you ever are having, you know, one of those down days or something like that, is there something that, you know, you really do to lift yourself back up and, you know, have that positive outlook on it? That's such a good question because something that I always find myself reminding everyone is that being confident or being positive doesn't mean that I don't have bad days, moments, weeks, months, right? It just means that I am shifting my habit and my brain to view things even when they're bad, that it's either it's going to work out, it might take time. Or this is a challenge, let me figure out how to work it through it rather than, you know, letting it take control. So a big place that I always emphasize is recognizing, naming, knowing all of the feelings, all the things going on for you. And really, this sounds like, ooh, but like being one with it. For example, today, I am just angry. I don't know why, but I just feel angry. And you know what? That's okay. Let me figure out why am I angry? What's going on? Maybe I need to take a break. Maybe I need to cancel some appointments. Maybe I need to be outside. Maybe I need to eat or sleep. You know, I don't know. Or maybe it's something deeper inside your heart, which you really need to spend time doing certain things to figure out, dig deep what's going on. And especially if this is a reoccurring thing. So yeah, for myself, do not, girl, don't even get me started. I have these days and usually it's like at least once a month, if you know what I'm saying. And it comes and it hits me hard and I get into a funk. Yeah, I know. I get into a funk, like legit. I'm like, everything sucks. Oh my gosh, woe is me. This is bad. I'm not doing good. All the negative self-talk that you could think about, which I advocate against, of course. But my point is that, I don't let it control me. I don't let it take over my entire essence. I allow myself to have that moment, but I don't let it beat me up that, you know, it's defeating. So um, eventually, once you build up your habits, it's going to become less and less. And if it does, when it does come, you quickly catch yourself back and you figure out a solution towards growth. That's really the ultimate goal. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's such a great piece of advice and something people can really, you know, think about when they get into those moments and, you know, digging down to sort of the root of that. And you talked there about too, you know, that you, you are all about sort of building up confidence for other people as well. And I think, especially right now in the age of social media, you know, sometimes, especially for young girls and things, this can be definitely challenging. So do you have sort of any advice for someone who's maybe struggling with confidence right now? Um, I know you probably have a lot, but if there's sort of one key tip that maybe someone could take away from that oh my gosh today's time is so hard I mean it's always hard let's let's be real right women are women and we're going to always want to judge ourselves and look at others but when it's in our faces all the time and we're always on these technology you know things seeing it in our faces in a whole different way and I can even say that for myself that Um, I don't even know, like maybe eight years ago, it definitely wasn't as prevalent. And I'm noticing, I'm saying good quotations, I'm noticing things that are weird about me or my looks that I never even thought of before. All of a sudden, my nose is like big. All of a sudden, like my nose was never, my nose is not big, you know? So, I mean, it's scary. It's really scary. And, And as a mother, I have a daughter. It's even more frightening because you know, I put myself out there a lot and it's really, really challenging. So to be in that world and to be in the space and if you don't want to have kind of like this um, fake facade that like there's no such thing as social media and close all your computers, you got to be living in reality a little bit. Yeah, really, I, I honestly, the first and foremost thing that you have to do, and this goes with every topic, not just this, is just know who you are. And that could take years, you know, depending on where you're coming from. But once you know who you are, you know you. I know Betty deep down inside. I'm able to have the strength and the discernment between what is true, what is going to serve me, what is not true. So, yeah, there's going to be people that have a better nose than me, right? There's going to be people that don't have a better nose than me. But really, what does it matter? So if I know I have my love and myself and I say, okay, what's going to serve me? What is my purpose in life? What's my goal? Then I can maneuver through those things and be appreciative, perhaps, for other people's great nose. I'm using this as an example. But, you know, and I think that first and foremost, we have to know that it's not a quick fix. There's nothing that you're going to snap a finger and read affirmations, you know what I mean? And just feel like, okay, I have confidence now. No, it's going to kick us in the face every other day when we least expect it. But you have to work at it. You have to constantly have positive self-talk. You have to constantly do things that make you feel good. If that's going on a bike ride, giving yourself self-love. And little by little, this is what I do with my clients, building up the momentum with small wins until we get so solid that we know we are the baddest girl in town, then we can withhold things that are going to perhaps give us a little low self-esteem. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I a hundred percent. I think that definitely makes sense. And I think it's sort of a great mindset and tool that people can really use and take, especially, you know, if they are sort of feeling, feeling that lack of confidence at the time. And I'd love to hear about too, you know, you talked a little bit about your clients and I know that you've, you you said you have the glow up communities and even on social media, you have this whole sort of positive community. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, building this community and how you went about doing this? Yeah. So listen, I've been on social media for a really long time. So I've kind of built my you know, community, like you said, for many years, and they've either stuck around for the journey or they've left, which is okay. But I think that 
throughout all of this, if you've really been by my side, so to speak, you've been able to see the development from afar. Maybe even some people have seen it better than I have, right? Because they've seen really the changes and the shifts. But I think that ultimately, they appreciate it. They they get excited. They send me messages and they're like, oh my gosh, like Betty, like, wow, this is so you. It makes so much sense, you know? And listen, by the way, I've, I've been coaching women for years. I just never named myself a coach because being in that role, being in that place, people reach out to me all the time and having a psychology background and being really like that type of person. I'm always talking to my friends and they're always like, why didn't you just open up your private practice? And I'm like, I don't know, I'm in fashion. I was really like holding on to that. But I guess I'm I'm growing up. (laughs) Yeah. So building my community is just little by little now. It's making it very clear my message. It's letting them know how and when and why I'm here to help them and the benefits that's going to really literally change your life. So just being present, sharing your voice, being confident in everything that you give over, even if you have no idea what you're saying. I did a cute reel the other day and I was like, everybody's winging it. Okay. So just do your thing. Yeah. Well, and I love when, you know, content creators and, and like yourself, you know, share those real moments and share those, you know, the the things that are more relatable to, to other people. And I think, um, you know, you've definitely had a lot of big success moments. And, you know, you said you've pivoted a lot. Has there been sort of one big highlight that really stands out to you throughout your whole journey you'd like to share? Oh, my gosh. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't know if there's Well, you know what? I mean, I want to say my daughter. I know that's not about entrepreneurship, but she inspires me all day. She's so cute. She she really gives me like a different set of glasses, you know, Um, being young and having to look down at an even younger woman and seeing her perspective is really, really special. And it's really helpful with my business. I know that's not what you asked me, but like, I just had her in mind that it's it's interesting life. I think life is funny. You don't really know what's going to happen. We always plan, but things come and go. And when it's supposed to go, it'll go. And you you'll either learn to find the good from it, or you'll lose out. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I, I love that answer. I think that that you know fits perfectly, and I think that is a huge huge moment, of course. Um, and you know, if, if there is someone who is maybe looking to start a business right now, what sort of advice would you give to them, or maybe even when you were first starting out, something you wish someone had told you? Okay. Well, first and foremost, please don't be silly and do like just do it, and then like drop all your other eggs and be stuck with depression and <laughs> fear of like, oh my gosh, how am I gonna pay the bills. Yeah, definitely be smart and clever. Try to set up as much as you can. But at the same time, you can still do small little things to get moving and get going. There's tons of apps out there. There's tons of resources out there. For example, you can make a logo in 10 seconds, you know, on any application, you can get a website moving and grooving, you know, um, and just starting to put feelers out there. One, you'll get the opportunity to really discover how and what you want to move along in your industry while still having a backing and saving up towards your goals. Because I know many times I'm very impulsive and I get extremely excited and passionate that I just go all out and I'll like put 10,000 down on that poker game. And then I'm like, oh, wait, shoot. I'm not really sure if I want to play that game or not. So be smart, take it slow. But then when you're good, you don't have to be perfect. Do not have to be perfect. 
But when you're good, then you're going to jump all in and give her your all. And I always remind people that if your heart is in the right place, whatever industry it is, it could be selling bathing suits. But if your heart is in the right place, things work out and it'll be successful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think that almost leads back to, you know, your first point before too, about making sure it's something you're really passionate about, because I think that's sort of, you know, what's going to lead it forward. But I think that's great advice. And, you know, taking those small steps to get to the sort of bigger picture, I think is really important for for entrepreneurs or anyone really. And I know that you definitely have a lot, a lot going on right now. Do you want to share a little bit about some upcoming plans, maybe a bit about your podcast um, and anything sort of in the future for you? Yeah, certainly. So I have chat with Betty my podcast and I just I'm so proud of it because it was a little baby that I had no idea what I was doing and it's really given me the opportunity to do everything I've shared so far which is use my voice bring others like yourself onto the podcast to talk share grow develop and it's all about breaking taboos learning getting educated about different various topics from self-development etc and or just hear really amazing inspiring stories so that's my podcast, Chat with Betty. I've also been doing it actually on Instagram Live, but a little bit more of a fun version. So it's kind of just like hanging out, friends. And I have my Instagram social media mainly is my name, Betty Golko, G-U-L-K-O. That is also my website, BettyGolko.com. And all the other fabulous things you could find me. It's usually my same name. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Betty, for for joining me here today and sharing all that information and sharing your story. I think it's so inspiring. And I love I love what you're doing with your platform. And I'm so excited to see everything that's to come. Thank you so, so much. Cannot wait to see you again soon. Thanks for listening to Made It Happen Podcast, the podcast highlighting female entrepreneurs. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, leave a review, and I'll see you next week.